0: Today's episode of One Shining Podcast is brought to you by the NCAA tournament, folks. <laughs> it is March Madness. We can't say March Madness?
1: No, we can't say March Madness, so we're going to say ad- May- Mayhem Madness. It is. It Mayhem. Is, Geico's got to be happy about this. This is Mayhem Madness. It is
0: the tournament of collegiate athletes who are... Playing ma- for the love of the game. Playing for the love of the game. Mm. They are not getting paid, Um, but also we can't say March Madness because it's been trademarked and... Uh, someone's getting paid. Someone's getting paid. <laughs> uh... We we are we are recording this right now. That is how this works. Uh, we are recording this right after the the bracket has been released. Uh, we are kind of shooting from the hip a little bit. Mm. We I mean the bracket came Take out the like, kind of shoot yeah shoot from the <laughs> hip. definitely shooting from the hip. The bracket came out ten minutes ago. Uh, so what you're about to listen to are our immediate reactions. Uh, we do not have time for nuance. We do not have time. For analysis. We have time for rapid reactions. We have time there for There is no
1: time for digestion. We're no. just gonna shit <laughs> out of our mouths and see what happens.
0: That is exactly what is going to happen. We are going to break down each region. Maybe talk a little bit about the uh the some of these conference tournament games because um there were there were some games that we should touch on and talk about a little bit. Absolutely. Um, but uh it's time to shift forward, Tate. It's here. It's March Madness time it's Fuck. I did it again. Uh it is time for the the tournament. Um of mayhem. It is happening. And here we go. All right, we're gonna we're gonna break down the bracket region by region. Uh, we are going to talk a little bit about these uh, um, conference tournament games. Because don't let the trademarks
1: ones. hurt you. Just say March Madness. Say it from your heart. I'll say. it. I, okay. I don't, I'm
0: a bad boy. I'll say it. Watch this. I'll Please. do it. March Madness. We're How dare talk you about be so it. brave? We're gonna talk about it. Uh, but first, March Madness. <laughs> <laughs> All right, as I said, the bracket was just released. It wasn't more than 30 minutes ago that Seth Davis was pointing over to Greg Gumbel saying, no one wants to listen to me talk. And all of America rose to their feet and clapped and said, Seth, after 16 years, finally. You get it. You get it. Finally. Uh, I want to start, before we break down the, the brackets, let's, uh, let's actually applaud CBS for setting the bar so low the last few years mm-hmm. that now that they basically... They they want to get credit for doing something they're supposed to, right? What did, they,
1: what did they do? What we learned from this whole broadcast is usually this will end around four o'clock. We were talking to producer Kyle. We were telling him it'll be over around four, but to record around like you know four fifteen, something right. like that. They ended at three forty-two, so that means it's that incredible. Seth Davis has eighteen minutes of unscripted dialogue that he has given time to do. Uh, he decided to pass that up. So we appreciate you, Seth. Bow to bless you, Bless you, Seth. Yeah, bless you. And now we're here. Now we're recording around like four thirty or so. Even uh, though you know we're procrastinators in this game, but we learned a lot today. We were quick, wa- easy. Put the brackets. That's up. It. It,
0: that's it. And again, uh, it, it's it's wild how I want to applaud CBS. And really, it's like you should have just been doing this the whole time. I, I we're, we're one <laughs> step closer. We're working closer to my my ideal selection show. Show is just take the bracket that I'm holding in my hand. Zoom zoom in on it. Like have Greg Gumbel come up at three o'clock mm-hmm. West Coast time, six mm-hmm. o'clock Eastern, and he's just like. We have the bracket, and then he just holds it up, and they zoom in on it, and he's like, I "Here like it is," to, uh, and he just holds it still for an hour. <laughs> that's it. And that's the whole show. And It's a
1: slow zoom in, yeah, from, from way yeah. back, yeah. And it's Brian Gumble that's holding the piece of paper. And there's,
0: and there's, like, yeah, and there's literally no commentary. There's mm-hmm. no nothing. There's no mm-hmm. like, Clark, what do you think? And he's like, "Ooh, ooh, Kentucky's gonna be heard from in this tournament, I think." <laughs> and, then Seth, and then Seth is like throwing out his upset picks. He's given like every. I will say this though, um, Seth does this every year where he he just he's throwing out all sorts of, he's taking Mm -hmm. a handful of darts, throwing them at the dartboard. One's going to stick and he's going to be just. What did I tell you folks? George Mason Um, to the final four. Yeah. I will say this though. Mm. This year feels like a year to do that. Um, You and I, as we we were watching the, uh, the, the, the bracket show, we just kept talking about it. Like all these three seeds, these four seeds, these five seeds. I don't really trust any of them. No disrespect, you mm-hmm. you all have had great years. Congratulations, Purdue! You won. No, the No, everyone 10. that made the tournament had a great. Yeah, year. you had a great season. Mm-hmm. Great season. Uh, we're a fan of the. We're all, We're all very. We're all very excited for you and very happy for you. Um, but I'm just looking over all of the threes, the fours, the fives, and how these brackets shake out. Mm-hmm. This feels like 2015 all over again to me. Where uh, one Duke is going to win the title, but two, um, it's going to be a it's going to be the ones and the twos. Like so you're that, saying,
1: it's deja blue.
0: Deja blue. Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh. That is my that is my overarching thought about this tournament. Um I didn't necessarily need the bracket to reveal that for me. Uh the, the top 8 seeds are the top 8 on Kenpom. They're the top 8 they're the eight teams that everyone had listed going into this this thing who are going to be the one seeds is probably going to be some of these eight. There seems to be a very obvious gap between the top 8 and the rest of the field. And uh f- with that, I feel like the ones and twos are gonna win. Everything else is a crapshoot. I re- so I'm I'm with Seth on this one. I'm just when it comes time to actually fill my bracket, I'm probably just gonna pick a ton of upsets and then put all chalk in the elite. So you're saying <laughs> it's coming
1: down to the eye test? Yes. Which is uh, one of my favorite things. Jimmy Dykes, uh, this was uh, at halftime, I believe. I can't remember what game it was. It was a halftime of a game, but he was talking to Lenardi, So he's doing the bubble watch, and Leonardi's coming in, and they're doing the, the one seed. So everyone, as we broke it down, it was, who is going to be the fourth one seed? So was it going to be Tennessee, a team that beat Gonzaga, the Jerry Clancho Classic? We were there. Mind you, we don't even know who the three one seeds are yet. It's always a predetermined, like, we know who the three we is. We know who the three even artists, though everyone like, has their own different yeah. three. It's like, we do know the three. So who's the fourth one seed? So everyone's like, is it going to be Gonzaga? Is it going to be Tennessee? Head to head, yeah. they beat up on each other. It's Tennessee true. beat them on a neutral court. People forget that. Uh, so that was like the whole talk of the thing. And what Jimmy asked Lenardi, which I thought was a great answer, he was like, what is it going to come down to? Because to me, it always comes down to the eye test. Just like when your mom is worried about you smoking uh-huh. weed in high school, it comes down to the eye test. You know what I mean? And you're looking at your eyes, and you're trying to figure mm-hmm. it out. And that is what he was asking. And Lenardi said was something I thought was beautiful, very you know, poetic. He said, beauty is in the eye of the, in the, eye of the beholder. And I will say this, I think the Gonzaga is beholden by the college basketball public. We love them. And I thought that was correct, and they ended up getting that fourth one seed.
0: Here's a take about the eye test. I think Duke passes the eye test, but Virginia passes the weed test. Mm. Mm. R.J. Barrett passes the eye test for sure. Yes, yes. (laughs) And Brandon Ingram
1: passed the weed test not too long ago. (laughs)
0: Um. All right, so how do we wanna how do we wanna break all this down? That, I think that is our overarching thought. If you learn nothing from this podcast and you're tuning in, if if this is the first show of One Shiny Podcast that you've listened to all season and you're just We're tuning sorry. in. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Rip and run, baby. And, and, Yeah. First of all, it's St. Patrick's Day. Kyle's <laughs> Kyle's getting a little loose over there. And by yes. getting, I mean has been loose for mm. for a little while now. Mm. Um, but if, if you're looking for some analysis, you're looking for the hard end, you what are we how do I fill out my bracket, Titus, and Tate, give me something to go with. Uh I'm putting my foot down. I'm saying this is a a chalk year in the sense that um, – and, and I don't say this every year. I know that, mm-hmm. that people are rolling their eyes, and they're saying congratulations on picking the ones and the twos to advance. I don't necessarily think that's the case every year, but this, to me, feels very strongly like a year where the the, the top teams are better than everyone else. So you're so just, saying it's
1: a Zion-like year because it's yes. top-heavy.
0: Yeah. There we go. There we go. That is, If you get nothing else out of this podcast – Take that with you. Uh, if you would like more, continue to listen. We are now going to break down
1: uh, region by region. Let's start with the East. Yes. Um, well, the number one overall seat, yeah. the Duke Blue Devils in the East. Which is, uh, I mean, something that we kind of Your expected. Thoughts. But also, before this even happened, we're looking at each other. And you're saying, you're convincing yourself. Because we are, uh, you know, we do a segment Kyle guys, So we believe in the Virginia basketball brand. And we believe that they could possibly be the number 1 overall seed. Yeah. We we're talking back and forth. Will it be Virginia? There's a chance for that to happen. But with all the hype around the Duke situation, them beating Florida State, them winning the ACC, them with Zion, they get the number 1 overall seed. So...
0: I, I don't necessarily disagree. I think Duke is the best team. They're they're the heavy favorite to win this thing. Uh, I was... I, I went, So when I said I thought Virginia was going to get the one overall, I didn't necessarily think they should. I just thought the committee... Because Virginia has all the metrics and all that stuff. But Duke did sweep them. It wasn't a resume. This was the eye test. Yeah. That, well, Duke... Because I, I never know how they draw the line, and it's all arbitrary. Um, that's the other point that should be made, is that people complain about the committee, and they're like, it's it's frustrating how arbitrary they are. Well, of course it's arbitrary. That's mm-hmm. their whole job is that they get in there. They decide what they feel is the biggest, There, there is no, if there was an obvious formula to spit this shit out, you wouldn't need the people in there making the decisions. Um, so uh, any, anyway, like uh, sometimes you read too much into it, but Virginia seemed to have all the metrics, all that kind of stuff. So like I was buying into the people that thought that like, this is just like a formula that will spit out and Virginia will be the number one team. And then as soon as I saw Duke number one, I was like, well, no shit. Cause there are human beings in there. And, um, and, it's just, the, it, and the
1: charge of them is to have the top 68 teams so right. obviously we have the 32 qualifiers but then from mm-hmm. there is the top teams the top 68 teams so it comes down to a little bit of opinion a little bit of I just watched this team I know they are a good team I know they are right. going to play at that level but to be the number one overall the one team.
0: fascinating yeah. thing is just like what does uh, this isn't the first case that this has happened um, and it's going to continue to happen but what does it mean when a, uh, your star player is out for a while do those losses not count um, you know because I think if 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 Duke lost the games they lost without Zion and mm-hmm. and we treated that as though Zion was on the team in those games, they're not the number one overall seed. There's definitely an element of like those games kind of don't count as much. We think with Duke has their whole team, they are the best team. So we're just going to go ahead and
1: disregard those games a little bit. Um, which kind of reminds me of Missouri last year which I, I was very upset about this I mean when Michael Porter Jr. went down right. I'm like how is Missouri not going to be the one seed where do you, you draw know? the like, line I mean when when will we finally rectify the fact that Michael Porter Jr. in Missouri deserved a one seed last year I think it's blasphemous but back to your point yes of course that's how it always has worked
0: that that would be the extreme but yeah mm. seriously where where do you draw the line though because like obviously Zion does have no one has more of an impact to their team than the Zion. line is
1: indefinite it can be yeah, one game it could be forever there you go
0: mm-hmm. that's what we learned uh, but Duke is the number one overall seed. I don't have a problem with it. You probably even don't have a problem with it. They're, they're probably the best team. Uh, what sticks out to us as we're looking at the East? In, in
1: I'm going to look at the second round matchup for okay. the Duke Blue Devils because I'm going to start with the top. So we're at the one seed. Number one thing that you have to point out about the Duke Blue Devils, and obviously this is a play-in game, so you got North Carolina Central. They're going to take on North Dakota State. Mm-hmm. One thing to know about North Carolina Central and Duke Blue Devils, guess what, folks? They operate in the same town. The town of Durham, North Carolina, a town that is split and divided by the fact that everyone that lives in Durham knows that Central is actually the team of Durham. Because guess what, they care about the community. So
0: interesting. Does, um, so does Zion? So is Zion's family going to cheer for? Because Zion grew up in Durham. That they got the family house there mm-hmm. in Durham. Um, he's you know the family's all about Durham. Mm-hmm. So are they going to be split? Like is there going to be some of them? Cheer yeah, for they absolutely. Them? Grew up there.
1: Um, <laughs> Lavelle Moton, the coach of NC Central, said that he did not want his team to take on Zion, but. He he does know Zion very well. Um, I think that a bunch of Central guys usually have some friendships with the Duke guys. So there's like a little bit of a rivalry in the fact that, that a, a 16 will be playing a one, but yeah. also be very familiar with one another. I know they practiced with each other before.
0: It definitely feels like a game. Like if that actually happens, that's not going to be a game where Central's even trying to win. They're just trying to get their one highlighted. Like all the players are like, if I dunk on Zion, I don't care if we lose by seven. Yes. I, I need just my, my one on yeah, Zion. It was the Luke May. Need. Luke May went to that yeah. AC
1: <laughs> tournament game. He's like, all I need is that and one on Zion. So everyone in the NBA can be like, see, he can not do it against someone.
0: Right. Exactly. That's good. Uh, Central also. Also, Moton's uh, Moten's uh, son is the, the the viral video of yes. him crying, uh, the seniors he was going to miss the seniors,
1: all that kind of stuff. So. He will be the Mariah um, Musselman of this season, and sort of you know the for same game, like for the means. ten minutes, yeah, uh,
0: for the playing game, <laughs> <Yeah>. then,
1: <laughs> for when NC State has an eight four lead on Duke, right? Yeah, yeah. And, and Zion they has out, out, two fouls, and they cut to they cut
0: to the crowd, and they show Moten's son, uh, and then uh, they're like, "All right, you're about to cry even more."
1: Because yes, you will be a you, central character yeah. for about you know eight minutes. Uh,
0: so the second round game, though. So Duke, let's say Duke wins. Uh, mm-hmm. Not a fair assumption. People forget Virginia lost last year. A 16 can beat a 1. A we 16 can beat a 1. We've yes. seen it before. We could see it again. Uh, but let's go ahead and assume Duke wins. Mm-hmm. Um, either second round matchup is juicy.
1: Yes. Because round history on both sides. Yes. So we got like the, the VCU game, which is an 7 with Eric Maynard when they beat and upset Duke. That was the first time we realized that, oh wait, a Giant can fall on a big stage. Mm-hmm. And that was also a time where maybe there's panic mode post-JJ. Mm. That was what Eric Maynard brought, mm. and then we also have the great Johnny Dawkins, a man that is loved and adored, uh, a man that has his son on the team, which is something that we like here with uh, our program and a belief in nepotism. Uh, we <laughs> we we like the fact that you know we got the Dawkins family on board, mm-hmm. a team that knows the Duke way. Johnny Dawkins, a man that knows Coach K's uh, belief system, a belief in charges, a belief in doing whatever whatever it takes at any point. So that's a good second round matchup. Depending uh, on who will win.
0: Also UCF, if you I want UCF to win. I want to see Taco versus Zion. Yes. That's what we really want. Yes. That's what America needs mm-hmm. is uh Taco Fall. Zion putting his shoulder down, dribbling into Taco Fall, and Taco Fall just breaking in half and <laughs> then just laying there and then uh yes. They wheel out like two stretchers and they put half his body on one and half on the other and then wheel. And, and wheel John
1: Bringus comes out and he says, And I told yeah. <laughs> you that this was a Jeep going 10 miles per hour. You do not want a man like Taco fall in front of a Jeep going that speed.
0: Uh moving on fr- from the rest of the bracket, we got Mississippi State is a five. Mm-hmm. Uh Liberty is a twelve. A lot of people are, are are into that upset. Liberty over Mississippi State. I can't tell if like people get excited because it's a 12-5 thing. I'll, I'll explain, I explain this every year, but I'll explain it because I understand our audience now is is casual fans they are just tuning in. The reason the 12-5 is such a sexy pick is because the 12s are the best of the automatic or the, When you the, the see the first four in,
1: last four out, these yeah. are the 12s that are going in, yes.
0: The 12s are the teams that... Um, 11-12s. No, the 12s are the teams that that won their conference tournaments, generally. they're The, the, the low-major teams that are hot, that are really good, yes. that won their conference tournaments, that have actually good teams, that are probably a lot of seniors, all that kind of stuff. The 5s are generally like meh power conference teams mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so whenever they play that's why people that's why 12 five upsets happen that's why people get excited that's why people are looking at liberty over mississippi state
1: and ben hallen seemed very excited about the fact that they were just in the tournament as a five seed with mississippi state so there's a chance yeah yeah I think,
0: I think ben hallen was just excited that people remember that he's still <laughs> coaching that like mississippi state is in the tournament um the sec was not as good as it should have been this year mm-hmm. uh that's not a, I don't, that's not a slight to kentucky and tennessee and all this. you guys had good seasons i just thought like it would be a bloodbath and it would just resemble the Big 12 sort of where i don't know it would you could you could have five losses and still win and they would just put a ton of I, I don't know it was I a, remember it, it was a good season for the sec i just thought the sec would be maybe the second best conference and it was wasn't.
1: one of those things where we looked at it at the start of the year and we said maybe eight teams could go just based on the fact that we thought that eight really good teams would be in the sec and they got seven and you know based on our metrics of forgetting tennessee that seems about right that's
0: good yeah that's pretty good uh virginia tech is a four virginia tech is one of the four seeds that I do trust. Uh, One of the teams outside of the top eight that has my attention. Um, Justin Robinson is back. Mm -hmm. They've been playing decently well without him, but not nearly as good as they are with him. And
1: uh, he's back. Alexander. And we got Blackshear. mm -hmm. We got Justin Robinson. We got a real big three with Virginia Tech and Buzz Williams finished second in ACC coach of the year voting. A lot of people respected what he was able to do with this program. And also Virginia Tech they beat Duke without Zion recently, and now they're gonna be the four seed to take on a one seed with Zion. We realize that's only a one point difference. We mm. thought that it would be a twelve to fifteen point difference based on the way that we, you know, cover right. the guy, but it's a one point difference.
0: Duke didn't have their best player in that game, so mm-hmm. it doesn't count. Virginia Tech did have their no, wait. Oh, wait, yeah. Oh no. interesting. Oh, mm-hmm. interesting. Huh, and now no. he's back. Interesting. Huh. Hmm. Curious. Uh what else? What else stands out? to Oh, the patino bowl. We have to mention that mm-hmm. that as soon as that was unveiled, we 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 were laughing hysterically. Louisville versus Minnesota uh, is does he go to the game? Does he go to the game? We we'll have to does call. He... Can we get John Kyle? Call John Gonzalez. Get him on the line. See if we see if we can uh, get a scoop on whether Patino Patino will be at the game. We have LSU as the three seed, who is. Done, we'll say. <laughs> I mean, first of all, release yeah. the tapes or reinstate. Uh-huh. Let's start with that. Uh, reinstate will wait and reinstate him now. It's they are wrong.
1: waiting in choppy waters and it's not going to be good. It's
0: wrong. It's wrong. Mm-hmm. Reinstate him now. Uh, I don't think he's going to get reinstated. I think this is a problem for LSU. I don't trust LSU as a three seed.
1: And it also seems like a great message for the NCAA to have like a, a school of higher learning, like Yale to beat a team like LSU that is mm. now being, you know, posed. Are as you the saying cheaters. the fix is in? Yeah, yes. A hundred percent. The fix is in.
0: We're, we're going to get a, a, Teddy V and a, this uh, is a Makai Mason Hess. type situation yeah.
1: where they beat Baylor. You know yeah, what yeah. I mean? It's just like, Hey guys, we know what you're doing, but we can't prove it quite yet. I skipped but maybe we'll wait. They can't.
0: I skipped over the, uh, the play in game with the 11 seeds here is Belmont and Temple. Um, Temple doesn't do anything for me. I'll be honest. Uh, so they're probably going to win because uh, I'm really excited about Belmont. Most of Belmont got an at-large, lost to Murray State in the, in the OVC title mm-hmm. game. It was it was touch and go. Were they going to make it or were they not? A lot of people excited they made it in uh, because people didn't want to see shitty power conference teams in there. Um, but Belmont is my... Everyone wants to pick like the one team that plays in the play-in games and then moves on because mm-hmm. VCU that one year did it and went to the Final <laughs> Four. So it's like it happens every Thank year. Thank you, Shotgun. Someone goes to the Final Four every mm-hmm. year that played in a playing game. Um, Belmont is the team, right? Absolutely. Because uh, yeah. I'm looking at the, the, other, the other 11 playing game is in the West. You got Arizona State, St. John's. Uh, no. <laughs> no. Hard pass to both of those teams. Really appreciate so, you, Bobby. Yeah, great season for both. We, we like both those coaches, but a mm-hmm. uh, hard pass to both of those. Um, and then Temple yeah I said Temple doesn't do anything for me so I'm, I'm, I got my own Belmont I think most people do though
1: yeah so we do the the first the last four in we got Belmont Temple Arizona State St. John's which is congratulations to Coach Mullen then the first four out we got UNCG which I thought was a nice little you know tip of the cap to a team that had a chance to really I love
0: that they I love that they list the first four out by the way yeah
1: no it's just it, a, it is like an honorable mention that's exactly what it is it's but like, like you guys could have I been mean, in a tournament
0: if you're UNCG I don't think it is an honor, I don't think there's anything <laughs> honorable about it because I think like Greensboro hang a banner Greensboro, uh, first four out. It's kind of nice that they're mentioned and they realize how close they were, all that kind of stuff, but like they're not happy about it. Mm -hmm. And then like IU was listed on the first four out. They're sure as shit not happy about it.
1: 17 and 15. I wouldn't be happy about that either. IU
0: hasn't made a tournament. I mean, they've made like four tournaments in the last 10 years or something like that. It's this is not good. This is a problem. This is a problem, but they could, it's a problem. They could win the NIT. Yes. Well, <laughs>
1: that's, that's what we all say. Uh Alabama also, I thought Alabama had a chance. I wanted to see Avery Johnson and Avery Johnson jr. in that, uh, unfortunately, Dawkins took their spot. Uh And also uh TCU, a team that we are uh, a part of the greatest rivalry of the future in college I will basketball. Say
0: we had, we had my three teams, uh Ohio state, IU, TCU. We're all in the bubble going into this. Mm-hmm. Um, if only one could get in, obviously I want Ohio State in. Ohio State made it in. Rather comfortably. We, I, I was worried we might have to play in the play-in game. Yeah, mm-hmm. but we're in. We're going to get to them in a second. But, uh, yeah, I, I was sweating it out today. and um, But it went exactly how I expected. I didn't think TCU or IU were getting in. So, it's not, I, I really wasn't surprised by the teams that got in.
1: And but but I am happy that, like I said, it was, a, it was a nice tip of the cap to an Indiana who, again, had a record of <laughs> yeah, 17 and 15. Hang the banner. Hang banner hang number it. six. Yeah, I mean,
0: you guys are back. <laughs> you sweat Michigan State. <laughs> Good job. Uh, speaking it. of which, Michigan State is the two in the East. Uh, I tweeted this right at right after Michigan State beat Michigan um, uh, in the Big Ten Championship, and I just wanted to expand on it that that the job that Tom Izzo did this year, Mr. March, he's officially mm-hmm. Mr. March, mm-hmm. stole it back from John Beilein, beat him twice in March. Um, I I uh, I I don't know. The coming into the season, you lose two lottery picks in Miles Bridges and Jaron Jackson. You have uh 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 Langford's hurt for most of the season. He's out. Aaron's out goes down in this game. Uh, yeah, he 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 fucks up his ankle with mm-hmm. some Kevin Ware shit. Uh, he's, he's had a bad back for most of the year already. We saw tears, um, yes. They're all on the sideline. Anyway, Nick Ward's out with his fractured hand. Like, the roster, even if the roster was healthy, like when we were at the Champions Classic, my first takeaway when Kansas kind of kicked Michigan State's ass and then Michigan State made it close at the end, and we did the podcast in Indianapolis, I said, Michigan State's good, but, like, there's an obvious ceiling. They don't have... Obvious NBA talent on this roster. I don't. I don't really trust that they're going to be that great this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they had a ton of adversity, and they still win. Like they have all these injuries, they still won the Big Ten regular season. They swept Michigan. They beat them three times. They win the Big Ten tournament. It's incredible. So shout out to Michigan State. I really, really, genuinely hope Michigan State. Uh, this is no disrespect to Louisville, Minnesota, Bradley, anybody that they're going to end up playing, but I really hope they have like a at least like an Elite Eight run because. I hope that this season is fondly remembered by Michigan State fans.
1: I think at this point it will obviously be fondly remembered because it's exactly what you said. We've watched a team that there were so many limitations to the Michigan State team this year, and then you have a guy like Matt McQuaid in this game yeah. Who just is seven of thirteen from threes and just plays completely out of his mind and Cash Winston is just somehow fighting him every single time. Like right. he's accidentally cutting to the basket on a baseline cut and then Cash just throws him a perfect bounce pass and he's throwing with his left hand, getting an A and one. Like yeah, moments yeah. like that are happening at this point for this team. But I did point out to you, and I I mean who knows if this is reality, this is just a takeaway. I would say I believe much more in what Michigan is able to do in the tournament as far as going deep and are making you saying a deep John run. Beeline is Mr. March? I think for Hold me, on. Mr. Wait, March is still beeline until until things change in the tournament.
0: Until beeline beat or until Middle Izzo Middle Tennessee beats him State, twice?
1: yeah, it's been beeline since Middle Tennessee Middle Tennessee State was the time when he so, took the crown and Mr. March. So how does it over.
0: how does Izzo get Mr. March back?
1: Goes to does final he have four. to beat? No, he has no, to, he go just to, have to go four. to the final this yeah, year. A Big Ten team needs to go to the final four. If it's if it's Michigan State, then I will give him Mr. March back.
0: Izzo can still say I'm Mr. April because I'm the only Big Ten coach that's won a title. Yes. There's that. He's Mr. March and Mr. April. Who's Mr. February? <laughs> Martin Luther King. <laughs> that's
1: right. That's right.
0: Uh, Mr. Mr. December is Bobby Hurley. And <laughs> <laughs> no, that's
1: Santa Claus. Like, uh, uh, is there anything else in this bracket that, that stands out to you? Because to me, it is Mark Turgeon being a six seed, and and Maryland being in this bracket, in this region, and and for me. It didn't even cross my mind to bring it up. You know what I mean? because mm. I, I think Maryland has a lot of talent on their team with Very Bruno young team. and you know, Cohen, all, all these guys where you're like, okay, Maryland matches up well with a lot of teams where they have the right pieces to make a run. But even as I'm going through this, we've talked about literally every single matchup, and still Maryland was a forgetting piece. And I will say this: like Mark Turgeon, that's the problem. That's the turd and Turgeon. you know? That that's what's going on. It's not that. They're not being successful. They're not winning enough games to qualify for these tournaments. Is that they're forgettable? This now actually, I want to figure that out.
0: This actually is is this is gonna if if oh my god I'm looking at it now. So LSU is a disaster. Yes. as we said, just currently like they've mm-hmm. had a great se- they got a great mm-hmm. team. I, I don't mean like six losses. Yes. I mean that their coach is going to be arrested. That's <laughs> what I mean by disaster. Uh so, so by the federal <laughs> government, I mean, excluding that, they're a great team. Uh, but when you factor in the coach, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's a problem. Um, this is a favorable draw for Maryland, and I think would like would
1: you rather be in the CBI or deal with the FBI? That's, that's, that's pretty much the question of college basketball. We should
0: we should, we should start our own tournament called the FBI, <laughs> and we invite we invite Arizona, like Sean Miller, your season's <laughs> not over yet. Come on down, buddy. The overall seed. Yeah. Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> you get, you, let, you just like pick a random team and let Will Wade coach him and Patino they can both coach him as well uh, so I th- this is shaping up Maryland could make the sweet 16 easily.
1: Then, e- easily very easily yes exactly yeah. and I'm saying and it, 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 it's still and I went through the it, entire yeah, and, history, it's there, yeah. and I'm like oh yeah I forgot Maryland's a 6 seed and they have a nice little run because LSU is basically a debunked team without a coach
0: and Turgeon uh, doesn't get fired. I mean, he's not getting fired this year, but I'm saying like, he's going to make not, the Sweet Sixteen. So he that buys sweet, him two more yeah. years.
1: No, he gets a five year extension. Everyone's like, "Congratulations, I love you, Mark. You're the man."
0: Shaka and Tur. What, what's going to happen to Shaka? Texas didn't make. There, there was I, Texas was never going to make it. I didn't think, but like they were talking.
1: They didn't even get first four. Hours. Yeah, they didn't
0: even get like mentioned. But hmm. some people were sort of talking about it. Like as I was following on Twitter this morning, people were saying there's a chance Texas
1: could possibly.
0: Um, that's going to be interesting to watch. See what happens with. Uh,
1: because how can you make a run as a play in game eleven seed when right. you're not in the playing game, right. game? That's what
0: that's what that's what Shock is trying to do. That's why he's like throwing the regular season. He's <laughs> yes. trying to like get back to that play in game. Like, like that's the I, one thing like, that works for me. I like that
1: route to the final four.
0: Uh, all right, let's move over to the south. We have the Virginia Cavaliers as mm-hmm. the one seed. Um, they got the sixteen matchup that you were dreading as someone who does not hate Virginia and would love to see them be successful. You believe in the Gardner Webb. And, and so let's preface it with this. Do you think Gardner Webb can give Virginia a good game because it's actually a good matchup? Because Gardner Webb's actually good? Or is this just like Virginia lost last year? FYI. Don't forget they lost last. seed. The only year. thing that has
1: to do with last year is that it's possible for them to get, get punked by a team from, I don't know, Baltimore County. In the same way that Gardner-Webb is from the middle of nowhere. And we know mm-hmm. this because Coach Holtman, a man that we both respect and admire on this program, mm-hmm. coached at the school Gardner-Webb. And Gardner-Webb is a school where where I'm from. It's basically you don't have the grades to go to NC State, North Carolina, Duke, Wake Forest, Elon, Elizabeth C State, whatever school. I will go to Gardner-Webb and I will be a superstar. Interesting. And so you take kids like that. Mm-hmm. Go to Gardner Webb, little chip on their shoulder, a little chip on their shoulder to say the least. Probably like three or four chips. I think there
0: is going to be an element of Gardner Webb uh, so and a belief. I think I think there's 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 it's a double edged thing because like we've been talking about Virginia all year where um they hit rock bottom, they lose to a 16 seed last year. What do they have to lose? I don't think Virginia is like going to be scared to play. Of you know like if they're down seven in the second half, there's not that they're not going to shit their pants and be like are we going to lose a 16 seed again? They've already been humiliated. Yes. It, it could get worse. You could lose twice. That would be embarrassing, but uh, it can't get that much worse. It's already, it's, you've already been humiliated. So I think like that element is going to help Virginia, but then the flip side, as you said, I think Garner Webb is going into this. Like we saw them when they showed the the guys. I think they're very excited to be playing Virginia because like in the back of their mind, they're like, these bums lost by 20 last year. Mm-hmm. We could we can easily kick their ass. To a
1: guy that's in the G League right now. Yeah. You know, a guy that, at the time, the the only argument I heard was, well, they lost to an NBA player, and they don't have an NBA player on their team, but Jairus Lyles is not an NBA player. He's a G League player. So it's like, you lost to a G League player, and you didn't have an NBA player because DeAndre mm. Hunter was hurt. DeAndre NBA Hunter, G League, though. Yes. It well, is the NBA G League. Yes, but come on. So, uh, come on. Uh, that's... That's the next level down. That's the next level down. Uh, but I will point. No, league is the next level. Down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Uh, Columbia, South Carolina, is a weird place where they're playing these games. Uh, for people that don't remember this, twenty seventeen, this is where they played the games because of the bathroom bill uh, mm. in North Carolina. Duke lost to a PG Dozier, PJ Dozier, uh, Sandarius Thornwell team in Columbia, South Carolina. Virginia and Duke both in South Carolina. In that was Columbia. the game that,
0: that Coach K went straight to the North Carolina legislature and said fix that goddamn rule now yes <laughs> that will not happen he said uh,
1: <laughs> hb2 is hb fuck you get the hell out of here <laughs> that is done uh that is what uh, something to keep an eye on because that is just a weird place for people to watch games down in Columbia. And there's gonna be a lot of fans there pulling against the big dogs, right? Uh, so there will be people pulling there for Gardner. Speaking Webb, of dogs, for sure.
0: uh, Gardner <laughs> Wofford.
1: <laughs> Speaking of dogs, <laughs> the terriers. Uh, uh, uh
0: Gardner Webb, the running bulldogs. That's mm. your nickname. They're not the bulldogs. Yes, they're the running bulldogs. Mm-hmm. Which I don't know if you ever seen a bulldog run, but man, it's something. You ever seen a bulldog on a skateboard? Rob Deerdeck showed me that back in the day. Robin Big, they get the little fucking, yeah. That was awesome. It's
1: a good M T V show. You know
0: how many you know how many kids my age how many white little kids growing up my age uh, when we were growing up, we just wanted a bulldog just so we could like throw it on a skateboard and <laughs> I really wanted a bulldog so you know how many kids
1: then, uh, another show that came out the same year was Adventures in Hollywood with Three Six Mafia after they won their Oscar. Uh, you know how <laughs> many kids from where I'm from wanted to go to Hollywood?
0: Uh I had this note on the the South Regional. Um Virginia obviously is the slowest team in the country. They play slow <laughs> every year. Uh, in terms of tempo, not the, yes, not yes. their athleticism. <laughs> yeah. Calm <down> to them. <laughs> You're laughing over there. That is not a Jack Salt joke. That is a uh their their tempo. They they prefer to play a slow style of basketball. But they are not alone. The South Regional has eight of the eleven slowest teams in all of the NCAA tournament. Eight of the top eleven are in the South. Eight of the top thirty teams that were the slowest in all of Division One this year are in the South Regional.
1: So if you need time to run to the store to get cheeses, Bud Light, whatever you need for the tournament, wait for the South. Wait games. for the South. Bet
0: the unders on the South is my <laughs> advice. Uh, the, the race eight, to sixty nine is
1: now the race to forty nine.
0: Um, and they're all like good too. Like so, we got here. Here's, here's the rundown. I'll give you the rankings of the, the how slow the teams are. So Virginia is the number one slowest team in the the entire NCAA tournament. St. Mary's is the third slowest team. They're the eleven seed in this. Uh, Kansas State is the fifth slowest team in the tournament. They're the four seed. We have Cincinnati's the 7th seed. They're the sixth lowest team. Um, we have where, where where am I? Okay, Villanova's the sixth seed. They're the eighth mm-hmm. lowest. Uh, I, I'm saying a lot of numbers right now. The point is, all these teams that are slow. It's not like Garner Webb is. Slow. It's not like the teams that are slow are irrelevant. It's Did you like, bring
1: up Wisconsin and Buskett? Yeah, Wisconsin is okay.
0: is the ninth slowest team in in this <laughs> in the whole NCAA tournament. So what I'm saying is that that it's not like just these first round games. Whatever, whatever. It's the Sweet Sixteen is gonna be slow as shit. No mm-hmm. matter what happens, as molasses. And yeah. Yes. So the molasses region. The that, that's something to keep your eye on. That's my one bit of analysis that I did real quick. Because as they were as they were revealing all the teams, I was like, they pre- they play pretty slow. They play pretty slow. Holy shit! Like this whole region is this just the slow South? You got y'all do talk a little slower down south. Does it have something to do with it? The South region being, I don't know.
1: Well, it's actually an affront, too, because uh, in the South, we're much more athletic. So to put all these slow teams from the Midwest in our region is uh, not what you want from to see. From the Midwest, like Virginia, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically the Midwest at this point. Uh, Virginia has somehow become the face of the South, despite yeah. wanting to be in the North. Uh, anyways, Virginia, we got Wisconsin and uh, Kansas State. That game is going to be something else as far as tempo that is going to be a slow slow burn to say the least well,
0: shit wisconsin oregon before we even get there is going to be <laughs> slow shit like that's what i'm saying all these games it's not like it's not I, I didn't bring that up as like some sort of oddity where it's like oh my god all the teams have purple jerseys this is cool i brought it up as like or all the mascots damn, this, are Wildcats. yeah yes. yeah i brought it up as like god damn, this is a slow ass regional this is gonna be crazy so uh yeah that's that's the one thing that stands out to me. The other thing was that Tennessee got the 2 in the south mm-hmm. which uh as someone who is right I'm, I'm I'm going down with the ship with Virginia. I'm just going to Well stay they got right that by
1: beating Kentucky twice, right? That was yeah, pretty much exactly. what it was. That was a head to head. I was easier. worried
0: though as someone who's 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 going down with the ship with this Virginia ship uh which spoiler alert I'm probably picking Virginia to win the national title just because I'm all in, fuck it. Mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just going to pick Virginia every year until they do it and then we're going to have there's going to be a parade through Charlottesville and it's like m- it's it's just like the 12 Virginia fans that are left that haven't given up yet and me. And I'm on the float just like, you we did it, guys. guys. Yeah, yes. it's like, we did it. I never stopped believing. Uh, but so when, when I knew Virginia was the one in the South, I was worried that Kentucky was going to be the two. Mm-hmm. Because that's the regionals in Louisville, that would have been a disaster for Virginia to go to the Elite Eight. have to play Kentucky in Louisville. Um, that did not happen because, as you said, Tennessee beat Kentucky twice. And I also think
1: the committee, after seeing what happened with the sixteen one last year, and the fact that Virginia is actually such a pivotal part of the larger community you know structure of what college basketball is they're the nice you know well you can say kentucky duke carolina all the blue bloods do this one thing well we got virginia over here and they're also a yeah. big school but they, they they do it differently so it's it's a nice thing that they did for virginia to set them up in this situation i will say another team for virginia in this bracket to really keep an eye on the 12 seed i know that as basic as ever oh i'm sorry they're the 14 seed that's right old dominion odu mm. uh they have a great chant uh ODU uh, they just say that back and forth and they are loud they're obnoxious that is a great chant chant. Uh, uh, but they go after people (laughs) Kent Bazemore shout out to Kent Bazemore part of this uh, network went to ODU Odu is a team that has a lot of athleticism, uh, a team that will not be afraid of a school like I keep Purdue. Think,
0: I keep think you're saying Odu, like
1: Odu, like, like
0: Garfield the dog and Garfield. Ot, like, ot, yeah, it's like Odu University. I'm like from Henderson, North Carolina. I can't O-D-U. really say words. O-D-U. Well.
1: Odu, Odu, Old Dominion University. Yeah. beautiful place, Virginia The
0: Monarchs. Right? Yes, of course. Yeah, uh, <laughs>
1: they have a real chance to make a run, and I like them. Uh, That's my as, favorite
0: thing. By the as an <laughs> aside, I just did the move where uh, the, the <laughs> you just say the like. You get if you don't know anything about all these like smaller schools and yes. I'm talking like even smaller in Old Dominion is if you just know their nickname I did Gardner with Gardner-Webb as well they're <laughs> <Yes. laughs> just like I can't tell you shit about who's on the team mm-hmm. I can't tell you shit about how they play but if I just say Monarchs like god damn that guy knows his
1: basketball it's like Holy Cross <laughs> if I say Bob Cousy people are like this guy knows Holy the Holy Cross c yes yeah yeah watch <laughs> out uh, but I really do like Old Dominion to make an upset there I like Cincinnati also, to maybe make a run—that's what I'm
0: saying, dude. I like I like every upset. I really do. As yeah. long as the ones and twos, I'm I'm putting the ones and twos in the Elite Eight, and then I think every other first round game is an upset for me because I I, I really do think like the difference between like Purdue Purdue's good Purdue had a good season. I don't think I mean Carson Edwards is when they lose Carson Edwards is going to go three for twenty six. Yes. We all know this. Mm. I don't necessarily think it's going to happen against ODU. It's going to happen against Villanova, I think, <laughs> but uh, I it, it could happen against ODU. You got me saying it. Now. I used to say old Dominion. Now I'm saying ODU. ODU. Um, but yeah, I, I don't believe like uh, the three point line has changed everything. So all these teams jack so many threes, and when you're when you're missing shots as the good team, and you're making shots as the bad team, upsets happen. We know this. This is this is the new era of the Mar- of March Madness. One of the few times where jacking
1: um, it does work out sometimes. Yeah. Uh, I will say this. Colgate. Do we know their mascot? Is toothpaste. Like, yeah, I was gonna say is it a toothpaste, <laughs> toothpaste brand? Okay. It's uh that's the one that I, I was actually going through to see if I could because that's that's my play. You know, if I don't know anything, i just... See
0: Colgate, Kyle, look it up. Let's give give me uh yeah, first of all, alive? tell us tell oh, us This will, is will our we, research. Yeah, will we actually guess it is what I want to know. If we will I, if you actually think we have a shot of guessing it, we're gonna try to guess.
1: Three guesses? Give you three. Do you think we could guess it? Yeah. give you three guesses. Let's see. Uh Bulls. Nope.
0: Uh Minutemen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> nice. Jacking it. Nice. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Pretty good. Uh Terriers. The Raiders. The Colgate oh. Raiders.
0: I thought we got three each.
1: Oh, three each. Yeah. I mean, oh, well. No, that, sure. was that was enough. I was gonna guess uh, uh, I mean, I was already running out of guesses. Uh, but yeah, Colgate's two to watch out for in the 15 seed. Uh <laughs> the Raiders. I, the Raiders are gonna <laughs> yeah, watch out for the Raiders. Um, is there anything else in the South? Because to me, I feel like that is the if there was one I mean, region to point out where I'm like, you can ignore until the Elite Eight. Well,
0: it, 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 I, I noticed this. Uh, Virginia, you, you got Gardner-Webb in the first They're going to beat Gardner-Webb. I, I, it's not going to happen. Gardner-Webb, it can't happen. Kyle, pull this if it happens. <laughs> Kyle, mark my words. No team has lost to a 16 <laughs> seed two years in a row. It would be unprecedented. That sounds right. We've never seen it before. Mm. Um, but after that, if you look at the top half of the bracket for Virginia, it is all power conference teams plus UC Irvine, who won 30 games. So... I don't know what exactly that means. It's just an observation. I was hoping like someone listening would just be like, "Wow, that's interesting," and really think it's fascinating.
1: <laughs> no, it means that like, what did you see, Irvine? The banana slugs? What? Are, what is their? What was their mascot? The no, slugs. they're
0: the anteaters. I actually, oh, the, anteaters. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah, the yeah, anteaters. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The,
1: No, but the banana slugs is someone uh, Santa else. Santa Cruz. Yeah, Santa, Santa Cruz, Cruz. Yeah, yeah that's uh, uh, Pulp Fiction. That's so Pulp Fiction. Um, yeah.
0: um no, the point is that I, th- I think all these power conference teams like some are better than the others. Obviously, uh, whatever. It's it's that like none of those teams are going to be shocked by Virginia you know no. it's like you're you're not it's, this isn't a small school that's stepping into playing actually, against the big boys all these teams at the top um, that has my attention I still think Virginia is going to make the Sweet 16 rather easily
1: and I do think Oklahoma is a really bad matchup for them uh, if we're going to play that game of bad matchups I do not like Oklahoma playing Virginia in that second round game so that's something to keep an eye on mm-hmm. also but Old Miss could easily win that game. Also, it's an either or game. <laughs> <laughs> it's like who's going to make shots? I don't know.
0: That's a stay away. Either or, <laughs> classic either or. All, right, all right, let's move down to the region that all of America cares about. It is the only region that that actually matters. And coincidentally, yeah, uh, both of our alma. The Midwest should be here. the
1: South, uh, based on just if Carolina beats the so, Midwest
0: is the South of the North. You've gone on record yeah, to say this. South of the
1: North, and it, and it comes back in the reality. It works out this way because Cam Johnson doesn't get hurt against Virginia. North Carolina wins that game at home. And then North Carolina Ooh. is the one seed. They're the number two seed overall. They play in the South, and then everything changes. And then the Midwest should be with the... Mi- Basically, we should just change the names of the region because the way that the style of play is very Midwest in the South, and the style of play in the South is very Midwest. Okay. And I know that you're confused right now, America, but it does make sense if you really it, break it down. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, North Carolina, number three overall seed. Quite a shock to the world.
0: Yeah, that's t- the top three seeds were ACC teams. I don't necessarily. First time
1: I, since two thousand nine. Also, the first time ever, according to some. I don't. Comments. I don't have
0: a problem with it. I think those are the three best teams in the country. So, um, as for me, for me, Tate Frazier, <laughs> for me, Tay Fraser. Uh, I don't have a problem with it, but it is. It is interesting. It's that, very, interesting. Uh, it's very and interesting, and I also.
1: Uh, it's confusing to me that you can have three one seeds from the same conference, and also the that same conference does not have the most teams in the tournament. Where Big Ten has eight teams huh. in the tournament, ACC has seven teams in the tournament. So I don't know how that worked out, but so I the think Big Ten's it was better
0: than the ACC. I think so. it was sort <laughs> of deeper, uh, it's deeper. what we've been saying on this program all year. You were we deeper. We, well, we are it. top heavy. We are we Zion. Did we did. <laughs> well, uh, so North Carolina plays Iona. Are you worried about um, Iona? yes. Iona? <laughs> <laughs> Are you worried about Utah State or Washington?
1: Which one scares you the most? I am very... uh, One of the things that we have said on this podcast at the start of the year is that one thing to stifle a team in the tournament is a zone. Uh, We know what Beheim and Syracuse can do with a zone. We know that Mike, your boy, Starbucks King, Mm -hmm. also runs the same zone that they do with Syracuse. But North Carolina knows that same zone. They play them in the ACC. They've been able to handle that for the most uh, part of the year. I think Utah State is a much more concerning team. Uh, North Carolina has struggled with teams from you know UNLV region of the world uh, the Nevadas the uh, BYUs of the world people like that so Utah State obviously is also in Utah and their Um, coaches
0: talk a lot of shit we know that about them
1: yes absolutely and Utah State be careful in
0: the handshake line
1: and Anytime that you win, I mean, you have, they've only had six losses, same as North Carolina. Anytime you win the mini games, you do have a certain sort of confidence going into I it. I definitely believe
0: in that. Yes. I definitely do believe in that. Uh, obviously, strength of schedule, you know, like we're not, I'm not looking at UC Irvine as 30 and 5 and saying, and, mm-hmm. and buying into the fact that they have more wins than Duke. They're a better team than Duke. I mean, mm-hmm. that's no you know, that's, that's stupid. Unfortunately, but, these uh, aren't ants. Yes. But um, I do, I actually do buy into that, that like a team that's won all year and is used to winning that stuff matters. It sounds mm. very hokey to say and it sounds like just a uh just some throwaway line that talking heads throw out just because they don't know what, what else to say. But I, I genuinely do believe in that. I, that's one of the things that like I will I, that's a cliche that I actually do believe in that um now I don't know if these teams are actually going to win because they get like shitty draws because their strength the schedule sucks, but um no, I it it it, it does make it very very
1: Utah State the Aggies?
0: Yes. They are the Aggies. There we go. This is, uh, this so is our new bit. This is our, <laughs> so that's something to keep an
1: eye on. I listened to it. Did, did you hear
0: the new OSP? The guys just went through all the mascots. It was great. It was so informative. I feel...
1: <laughs> the thing to point out, uh, as North Carolina being the one seed, I think that's very interesting, is uh North Carolina has struggled in the past. Uh, first of all, most one seeds ever in, in the history of college basketball in oh, wow, North Carolina. Uh, oh, 17, 17, most retired teams.
0: jerseys in the history of college uh, basketball as well. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, keep Rashad McCann's up there. Uh, the the, the uh, 17, the next closest is 14, Kansas and Duke both there. Um, and speaking of Kansas, North Carolina, a team that Roy Williams has decided to throw every game against them ever since he decided to leave mm-hmm. them uh, after losing in the title game to Carmelo Anthony and Syracuse. He has now, he now has the chance. Uh, that, to has have, to wor- that
0: has to worry you that Kansas is in the same region. Kansas is dog shit. Kansas is butt cheeks. There's no question about it, but Roy's a beta bitch. We yeah. also know that, that mm-hmm. when Roy goes up against Kansas, he he falls over, he he loses on purpose, and then he goes in the crowd and wears a Kansas pin and claps for them. That's what happened in 2008. We're,
1: yeah, we're uh, worried, aren't we? And he's 100% down to do that. He lost, uh, I think it was in 2012. Or no, not 2012. 20- was it 2012? Oh yeah, it, wasn't 2012. it was not 2012. It's Stillman White. Oh my God, when Kendall Marshall went down, uh, Stillman White had to be the point guard. They lost to Kansas again, um, which is uh, a whole nother thing that happened in this whole you know spectrum mm-hmm. of North Carolina versus Kansas. They were an eight seed and played you know, Kansas as a one I seed. I remember before. looking this up
0: one time. I think when Roy was at Kansas, he used to lose lose to Carolina all the time too like I think it's like that that game just like yeah there's it, it, his brain just yeah it's too many emotions so
1: if you're <laughs> Kansas and you're a four seed and you play Carolina in the sweet 16 this is the final time where maybe Kansas just doesn't have quite enough as far as the talent because they've lost as a bouquet all Gerald Vick you know all the guys that are self fought... is
0: coaching the Bulls now <laughs> yeah, Bill,
1: Bill <laughs> self uh, you know working with Laurie Markkinen, yeah. Uh really wish he had gone to Kansas uh, so there's a chance that Roy Williams can get over that I guess that's probably the biggest storyline as far as the top half of that region um, but that, and the
0: game would be in Kansas City, but exactly. slow down, wait, we still have for Kansas to even get there, they have to go through Auburn, who just won the SEC tournament. Shockingly, mm. um, I thought Tennessee won the SEC tournament when they beat Kentucky, but there was a game today. Uh, that was weird. Auburn shoots a ton of the. Auburn is a great example of a team that jacks like, a ton of threes, and like <laughs> when you're hitting when they hit threes, they look like the Warriors. When they're not, it, they look like a team coached by a buffoon on the sideline who's always mic'd up somehow, and
1: it does feel like one of those things, like a miracle, you know, when we beat the USSR, and then the next game is against Iceland to win it all. Yeah. It's like the gold is already done here. So yeah. even in this game, like Great Williams that's and the, Admiral Schofield, they were kind of just like, yeah, dude, I kind of want to give the tournament.
0: That's the Wisconsin twenty fifteen when they beat Kentucky, <laughs> yes. and they're like, we did it, national <laughs> champs. And it's like you got to play on Monday. They're like, what?
1: <laughs> Are you kidding me?
0: Um, but New Mexico State also is uh, uh, as the twelfth seed that Auburn will be playing is uh, what we're talking about, thirty and four, a thirty one team, um, not the greatest schedule, obviously, but. Uh, Anytime you're, you're going, I do not want to play a team that's won 30 games. Like I would, I would much rather play Oregon, even though Oregon's hot right now, or whatever hot looks like for a Pac-12 team. Mm. Um, I would rather play Oregon, mild, mild, who is a power conference team, just won a power conference, technically a power conference team, just technically won a power conference tournament. I would rather play them than a team like. New Mexico State, who's won thirty and, games, and, and don't you think that's going to
1: yeah. be? I think Seth Davis pointed it out on the uh, if he talked, I can't remember, but he did point out that the fact that you know New Mexico State that twelve five game is the game to point to as far as upsets. So all of them are upsets. If, I want to go over that's a bad draw.
0: Pick all upsets. This is a ton <laughs> of upsets. Uh, all right, let's move on to the game that everyone wants to talk about: Ohio State, Iowa State. Yes. Uh, <laughs> have they ever met in the NCAA tournament? That's what people want to know. The answer here's a fun little trivia for all you Iowa State fans. You might forget this. um they did meet in the NCAA tournament. Mm. In fact, Aaron Kraft took a charge with his foot in the circle, the restricted arc. It is the the Aaron Kraft rule that you can now review um, whether guys were in the circle as they were taking a charge. This and then, is your tuck rule. And then he this hit your the, craft rule. And then he hit the game winner in Iowa State's mouth. Mm. And then Jake Lorbach, the walk-on on Ohio State, sprints out onto the floor because he thought like it was at the buzzer. It was not at the buzzer. There was like a half second left. Very easily should have been called for a tee. I mean, mm-hmm. the guy was like, all the way out onto the floor. Um, and then, so, because the Ohio State ran onto the floor, Iowa State couldn't throw the ball in. They had to, like, call timeout, get everyone off the floor, and then reset the thing. And, um, yeah, so we won fair and square. It was a great game. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, yeah.
1: It's like This is really working out as forget. far as a story. Uh, we could never forget. Congratulations, Mr. Kraft. We really uh, we, appreciate
0: uh, that. We are, What I'm saying is, warning to America, you are about to see, if you're going to watch this Iowa State, uh, Ohio State game, you are going to see a ton of Aaron Kraft. So, if you're someone who thought, I was done with Aaron Craft in my life. I never have to see Aaron Craft again. False. If you tune into this game, you will see the shot. You will see the drawn charge. You will see it all. You just see Aaron Craft in all his glory.
1: Just state to state, is there any sort of beef between, like, do, do Iowans and Ohioans, oh, Ohioans <laughs> have, like, some sort of, like, problem with hmm. one another? I don't know how that works. Because, uh, obviously, Iowa's in the Big Ten. So,
0: it's more of, like, Iowa football and Ohio State is, like, mm. Iowa football does the thing with Ohio State football where, like, Iowa thinks that every time we go play them, they kick our ass because they beat us like a couple times. They beat us this year. So it's the eye test. Um, so it's the Hawkeyes
1: versus the yeah, Buckeyes. There it is. Okay. So it's more
0: like Iowa, mm-hmm. not so much Iowa State. Uh, but I don't. So yeah, and I don't. I don't think that affects the whole. State. I don't think it does know. either. I, I just know. wanted to know what was yeah. going on. Yeah, good to hear. I don't know. Uh, what What else sticks out here? Houston's the three seed. Just lost to Cincinnati uh, in the the American the American Athletic Conference. What uh, Jesus. The American. Yes. Cincinnati won the American title. Now we're trying to figure out who's going to win the national title. <laughs> <laughs> that's basically what it is. Uh, Houston just lost. Um, They were playing Georgia State. That's a game that's happening. Wofford and <laughs> Like That's what I'm saying, man. I'm looking at the three seeds like, I don't know Texas Tech. For Canada Houston does it to be a three he says
1: a lot about the difference. Yeah, the the, the the drop off from the two line to the three line. They're thirty one and three. Else. You
0: know, like we 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 applaud Houston. Great. The the, the thirty one and three. They they lost to Temple. They lost to UCF. They lost to Cincinnati. They're all a sleeping three teams.
1: giant. They're sponsored by Jordan. Kelvin Sampson coaches them.
0: Every team they lost to is in the NCAA tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not hating on Houston. You are going to lose your coach after this year. He's probably going to Texas A&M. Seems to be the buzz. Mm-hmm. Um I don't actually know that. I'm just trying to call my shot here. Uh, But yeah, I, I don't like it. On, it, doesn't, it doesn't do it for me. Like he, Houston home. is a three. I, I'm not scared of Houston. I'm not. I'm, I'm LSU doesn't have a coach. Purdue Carson Edwards. We already said is going to go three for 26 and shoot them out of a game. And Texas Tech is going to lose because they can't score because Jarrett Culver gets in foul trouble. And then they're like, fuck, now what do we do? Those are, that, those are our three seeds in this tournament. That's, that's what I'm trying to tell America is like, just just go chalk. Just go chalk.
1: Go chalk, and also don't go chalk after once you get to the three line. Because then from there, it's just completely yeah. just go crazy.
0: I'm saying uh, like a lead
1: eight. Oh, yes, just go chalk. Eight. One go, ones and twos. Yes, and exactly. Eight. And Georgia State's a team that we all remember uh, from the R.J. Hunter experience uh, back in the day when Georgia State made their nice little run. When Ron um, Hunter
0: had his, uh, mm-hmm. he, he tore his Achilles when they won the conference tournament, and then he was on the little, uh,
1: little scooter. L- scooter. Yeah, where Langford was on it. Baylor, day. I think, yes.
0: in the, for the 14-3 game. Same thing as this. 14-3. Makes you think. And then they beat Baylor and then Ron Hunter fell off his scooter. And yeah. Yeah. They're the Panthers too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> also the Panthers. Also, okay. didn't Kevin Ware transfer there? I yeah, believe he did. so. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Uh,
0: uh, so and then let, let's touch on the uh, the 7-10. ryan Harrow, two
1: Georgia State yeah, transfers. He did.
0: Uh 710 game, Wofford to Seton Hall. Um you got Fletcher McGee,
1: baby. Yeah. This but is Miles
0: the- Powell, Seton Hall.
1: <laughs> this is one of those. Either times. Or, where I am I the best case scenario for all this, so North Carolina lost to Waffer last year at home in the Dean Dome. Yep. And people were very upset about this. Oh, that was a nice one, Kyle. Uh
0: <laughs> what? What happened?
1: Did you just fart? <laughs> no. Allegedly. No, uh that you, doesn't sound like me. Fletcher McGee. Fletcher McGee, uh, they beat North Carolina in the D-Dome last year, and then they have a chance as a seven seed. They're very excited about this, even though as soon the only thing that I would say the hesitation that I have with Wofford as soon as Seton Hall got thrown up, they Dude, had like that was a, hilarious. They like dropped in their face. Yeah. So like they went from like celebrate like we're the seven seed mm. to like oh wait we have to play a really good school I'm from a you know solid conference in the Big East. Uh, so that will be interesting to see. But if Wofford was able to make it to the Elite Eight to play North Carolina, that would validate that loss. So I'm pulling for Fletcher McGee to you know pull this off. Make a run. Okay. Well let's talk Go about
0: Walford would probably if they win, they will probably 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 have to play Kentucky. Yes. Um I can't get there with Kentucky. Uh I I I I understand. I again I've been saying all podcasts that the, the ones and twos are clearly better than everyone else. I think Kentucky does belong in that group. They are as good as all the other ones and twos. Um, but I just can't get to I'm trying to envision picturing Kentucky winning the national championship this year and I just can't picture what that looks like mm-hmm. and my question to you is do you agree with that sentiment or can you get there in your mind?
1: I can't get there but I can definitely see Kentucky playing Carolina 8 Carolina and the Elite 8 and uh, having the moment where they get the redemption on the Luke May shot. Ooh. I could see that. I could see and the 2017. Uh, yeah, we, <laughs> we will be, be in is. the building. <laughs> Memphis all over again. Uh, so to do that... <laughs> <laughs> we
0: will definitely... We will, if that happens, we will 100% be there. There's no way we won't be there.
1: To do that in Kansas City, uh, to to make that a moment, I, w- I would think there's a chance for that. And especially if Carolina has to then beat... Kansas, who no matter what they are as a team, they're still Kansas. Uh, the program with Bill Self and that whole thing, that whole baggage that comes with that, to, have to beat Kansas, then beat Kentucky, to then go to the Final Four—that's a tough draw. That um, is tough. And and Kentucky can maybe benefit from that the same way you're talking about Duke when they when they get to play Wisconsin, they'd already beat Kentucky. It's like, okay, great, we get a team that's already had this emotional high, and now they're like, oh shit, we got to play again. I mean, it's college basketball. That's what happens.
0: So yeah, Ohio State will be playing North Carolina uh, to go to the Final (laughs) Four. That's what we decided on. I actually, I genuinely, I genuinely, genuinely do believe that Ohio State could beat any of those teams. Yes. To get to I don't think they can beat North Carolina. Um, I I, I don't think we can, like, I I wouldn't say we, people are rolling their eyes already firing tweets at me. I don't think we're better than Kentucky, but we can win two out of every ten games. Three out of every ten games Mm -hmm. against Kentucky. All it takes is one. That's all it takes. And then, even, and then take out Kentucky, take out North Carolina. I'm honestly not that scared of Houston. I know we're going to, I know you're going to play this back and throw it in my face. If people (laughs) are are saying Houston
1: has a problem, no one's scared of them. Nice.
0: Yes. That's (laughs) what I'm saying.
1: (laughs) No, I, I, I,
0: I, Houston's a good team, but like as an Ohio State fan, if Ohio State's playing Houston, I'm not like, well, now we're fucked. I'm not saying that at all. If we, Mm -hmm. if, if we get, I'm not, I'm not saying that about Iowa State. I'm not saying that about Houston. I would sort of start to say that about Kentucky, but, um, I don't know. I uh, I don't I don't hate to straw for Ohio State. Even though we got an eleven, we should have. We were ranked like fifteenth in the country <laughs> in December, and now we're an eleven seed. But what does whatever.
1: it say? I mean, your team, Ohio State, they were the number one in the net rankings, the first net rankings that ever came out to the world. Get rid of the
0: net. It, Obviously, the it means, net, means
1: nothing. What does the net mean? Because it didn't play a factor. I don't think in any decision that was made with this bracket. I mean, as far as I can tell. Because let's think about it. Uh, the committee they they hear our podcast. They listen to our podcast. They say there is a chance. Back-to-back years, we could have played out in Los Angeles. We could have had Ohio State, North Carolina, the Elite Eight. We could have been in that game. So back-to-back years, they set this thing up. So that's what they care about. That's not the net. Yeah, They obviously care about the eye tests. They care about the the storylines.
0: They care about the storylines. We got the Patino Bowl. They're trying to set up the OSP So the RBI's
1: out, the Nets out. It's mm-hmm. all, it's all family. Although, favorites. if they
0: were really trying to set up the OSP Bowl, who, who, Kyle, who would your team even be? NC State or, no, or Cal, Cal State, State Northridge? Cal State. I think it's Cal State. It's okay. Yeah. All right. I don't know. You're a torn, torn guy. So you take, upset UC that NC Irvine or... out, put it was Cal funny. State Northridge. We're watching the, as, as the bracket was being revealed. I had to explained to Kyle, like, how. <laughs> basically the NCAA tournament works because <laughs> he, he realized that North Carolina State didn't make it in. He's a big Torn Dorn fan. Torn
1: uh, out, Torn Dorn.
0: He like lost his shit that NC Central made it in over NC State. He's like, there's no way they're better than <laughs> NC State. He's like, there's how did they get in? I was like, they won their conference <laughs> tournament. <laughs> he's like,
1: Irvine. that's stupid. <laughs> so maybe we put NC State in the MEAC.
0: Yeah, put them in the FBI tournament.
1: <laughs> they <laughs> go Gonzaga. Yeah. They just dominate the conference every year. That'd be great. Uh, perfect. Is there right. any, is there anything, anything else? else in the Midwest? Yeah, that really matters. I mean, honestly, anything else? That, Let's see here. That's Let's pretty see much here. it. We as have far our, as the, the major matches. Uh, any that
0: mascots that I can fire <laughs> off real quick? Abilene uh, Christian.
1: Kyle, who's our mascot? You think? Do we know that Abilene Christian?
0: Look up Abilene Christian's mascot. As we pivot to the West, Gonzaga <laughs> gets the fourth one seed. Gonzaga loses to St. Mary's. Um, a lot of the nerds on Twitter turned on Gonzaga so fast. I think, like, again, I'm. this is just... I have no data to back this up because I'm not a nerd. I'm not one of these nerds on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, from my experience, the the nerds of Twitter love to back Gonzaga. And again, I, I like Gonzaga a lot, so people are going to say I'm being a hypocrite. Um, I'm just saying, like, a lot of people love Gonzaga because it's like such an easy thing to say if you don't really follow college basketball, but you want to pretend to be a college basketball media guy is you're like, I actually believe in Gonzaga. I mean, I actually I'm speaking believe from experience. in Gonzaga. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So we were see- I was seeing this all along. I was on the podcast. I said Gonzaga. I, I thought Gonzaga was the best team in the country for most of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, They beat Duke. They're the only team that's beat Duke at full strength. On and on and on. As soon as Gonzaga loses to St. Mary's, it's like everyone flipped on them and they're like, they can't get a one seed. You can't, get a, you can't lose to St. Mary's and get a one seed. Never mind that you wiped the floor with the entire West Coast Conference all year. Never mind that it's obvious there was bid collusion going on, and that's the whole reason that you lost to St. Mary's in the title game. Never mind that you beat Duke. Never mind that your only loss was to, to Tennessee. And who else did they lose to? North Carolina. Mm-hmm. That's right. So your only two losses were to like, great teams. Um, Everyone was out on them, and they said they can't get a one seed, and, and Gonzaga ended up getting the one seed.
1: Which was crazy to me because I don't think I've ever seen a national argument Uh, 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 as far as, like, heading into the tournament where it's, like, everyone had predetermined... I thought North Carolina being a 1C would be the... Are we sure they deserve to be a one seed? But instead, everyone kind of just like because of the Duke game, because of the allure and the because it was
0: such a good game, the it was appreciation like, yeah. of Zion. You right. know, it's like
1: if they only lost by one point and to they Zion. had two shots to win the game. You know, I, I mean, think if
0: Gonzaga plays Zion, they'd lose by oh wait <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
1: Which was, that's what I mean. That that was so interesting to me because and then it was like okay, well that's already done. So let's take Tennessee and Gonzaga and let's just make them the they're the battle for the fourth seed and right. then we have a head to head game. So then. Everyone was, you know, everything, Jay, Jay Billis did this. He said, everything is already predetermined. It doesn't matter what happens in the tournament. The games, like everyone knows who the seeds are. Tell us what, what you know, Jay. Jesus, everything's <laughs> predetermined. I'm like, what do you, what do you mean? And he's like, basically it's all, all this simulation. would be fodder to think that, yeah, that yeah. something would change at the last minute or the last hour. But I, I do think things change. I think Tennessee they, they beat Kentucky. Changed. They got the, the two seed yeah. ahead of them. Yeah, yeah,
0: they, they definitely, things definitely changed. If they didn't change, why would they play the games?
1: Why would we live? They
0: obviously. I think what he means is that they have it plugged. in. so they probably had it plugged in that the winner of Michigan State, Michigan. He was
1: basically saying we know who these teams are. So what could happen in one game to really change the way that we perceive? And to that, game. I say
0: a team could win or lose, <laughs> and change. <laughs> a lot yes. could change. That's 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 what could happen. Mm. Uh, but yeah, Gonzaga gets the fourth number one. The the uh, as we were joking earlier, who was going to get that fourth number one? Um, people were talking about whether it be North Carolina. As it turns out. Carolina got the third number one. Gonzaga got the fourth number one. Um, the the thing that sticks out to me immediately as I look at the West Regional is Marquette-Murray State, Marcus mm-hmm. Howard versus John Morant in the 5-12 game. Um, that's going to be a good one. That is going to be a great game. That is two Kimball Walker candidates going head-to-head in round one.
1: Which means that you know we're losing. Yeah, very we're losing valuable. <laughs> yeah, we're yeah. losing very valuable Kimba candidates very early. Are, can
0: we, so let's go over the Kimba candidates. Real okay, quick. Who, who who I think Marcus Howard is number one to me. I think Marquette, because here's here's the thing about the Kimba guy. Number one, you have to be able to score a ton. Uh, you have to have the ball in your hands at all times, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but your team also has to be able to play a certain level of defense. Like, part of the Kimba story was that UConn just locked people up on one end of the floor and then gave the ball to Kimba and let him do all the scoring, right? Mm -hmm. So, you can't have a team where it's like... It's called the Charlotte Hornets offense. Yes. Mm -hmm. You can't have a team... You can't have a team that just pours in a ton of points. Like, it can't be Fletcher McGee. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) Wofford's not that great at defense. Like, Wofford can run the... Wofford can win these games, but it's not going to be the Kimba formula, is what I'm saying, Mm -hmm. if they win the games. It'll be the
1: Fletcher formula. Exactly. Okay.
0: So with that in mind, Tate, mm-hmm. your Kimba candidates, who are uh, the guys that are are going to,
1: yeah. Number one, and it is in the West region, and this is actually not number one because the other two guys are probably the number ones, but they're going to knock each other out. But number one that's also in the West region for me, Caleb Martin. Mm. And this is a, coming from a man in the must-bus. Uh, I do think that the Martin twins, and I should just say the Caleb Martin. Caleb or Cody? Caleb. Okay. C- or Cody? Cody. Caleb. Which Either one's one. which? I just want to call, well, <laughs> Caleb's better. Cody plays defense. Okay. Uh, so here we go. Caleb and Cody as one. The Martin twins uh, as the, the Martin know, twin with the parentheses. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yes. That's what we have. That's that is a Kimba candidate because in the, the day we know Nevada can get down and come back uh, because that is the must bus formula. So there's a chance that that could happen. If you look at Michigan, I think Braz could be the first guy. Now,
0: now this is a great idea because Michigan does play D. They yes. lock up on defense. Yes. Um, and you
1: think it would be Xavier just based on the fact that you know Xavier Simpson fits the mold of a Kimba candidate. Okay, whatever. But I think Braz Dacus is the guy at the end of the day. We need to bucket, give him the ball, and we'll see what happens.
0: Braz Dacus, as we were watching Michigan Michigan State, I, I, I said this to you, <laughs> and I'm going to repeat it into I, this I'm microphone. Happy you are. Yes. I'm going to repeat it in this microphone so the whole world can hear it. it <laughs> Insight like this should not be wasted on just you, Tate. Um, swaggy pool. Brez and Livers are the only three guys I trust on Michigan's offense. Now, Livers I only trust if he's standing in the corner and he gets like the ball swung to him and he's shooting a wide open three. That's how that's how much I trust Livers. But I do trust that he's going to hit it. Mm-hmm. He's a good shooter. He's going to hit that. Uh, Poole just floats around the three-point line. If he accidentally steps inside the three-point line, he's he's stepping back. <laughs> he he like, drives to the basket. He's like, ah, shit. Got to get back out there. Swaggy well, Poole
1: is the first player that decided he wanted to go to the Houston Rockets while yes. in college. Yes, yeah
0: he's already demanding that I'm <laughs> gonna be drafted. I'm not signing with any other team. Mm-hmm. Uh but he's good. Like he can score, he can hit he can hit threes, he can he can do but that's all he really wants to do. Uh Braz Diggis is the one guy they have on that team that doesn't give a shit. He's just like, I'm just trying to put the ball in the hole, whatever it takes. I'll put my head down, I'll go to the low block, post guys up, I'll shoot threes, I'll do whatever it takes. I'll blow kisses through the crowd. I'll I'll flex my snake forearm tattoo. Mm-hmm. I'll do whatever it takes. I just wanna I wanna get buckets. I want the the opposing fans to hate me and that's so that's Draco a Malfoy. That is a good pick. Yes, yeah. because Michigan's going to lock up guys on defense, and then they can just give it to Iggy, and he could go nuts. Yeah, this is a good region for that because you got you got him, you got uh, obviously the two guys we already brought up. You got CJ Massenberg at Buffalo. Yes, that's a good pick.
1: Uh, Tyus um, Battle of Syracuse. There you Our go. They could easily be you no, know a Kimba candidate. Uh, you know, champ, Car I, 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 I Mason of Baylor could also be a Kimba candidate. A guy that's been there before. The done two-, a two Baylor.
0: The two guys who are going to try to be Kemba Candidates, R.J. Barrett and uh, Carson Edwards. You can lock that in. They're the two guys that are listening to this podcast right now, and as soon as we said Kimba Candidates, they are like, I hope you bring up our names. We did. We, we I acknowledge don't even you.
1: know what the term for R.J. Barrett would be as far as a, a, a whatever candidate, but he's going to shoot the ball. Um, that is for sure. Uh, I also want to point out this region. Uh, Gonzaga, a, a team that we do believe in, and you said all the nerds have turned on him, but uh, to have the matchup in the second round, and I brought it up the Washington, to have Syracuse come... Uh, they obviously take on Baylor. Uh, we'll see if Scott Drew can take them to the next round. But if they take out Baylor and we get that Syracuse zone and we get Tyus Battle, and we get Frank Howard, and we mm-hmm. get, you know, maybe maybe Chuku in one game doesn't get two fouls in four minutes uh, and is able to play a full game and can match up with the big guys with Gonzaga, that is a really tough draw for the second round because this is what Jim Bayheim does. Yeah. Um, the only thing that I will say, best case scenario for Gonzaga, is that Buddy Bayheim continues to think that he is the best player on Syracuse. Yeah, so that's also a Kim candidate, yeah. Buddy Beheim. Buddy Beheim is the Kim again. The most shocking one. Uh, of all.
0: How about a tip of the cap to Jim Beheim, though? That we we have reached a point officially as a college basketball world where everyone is terrified of the zone. Mm. Part of it is reputation. Like the zone isn't as good as people. It, the zone's incredible. Don't get me wrong, but it's like it's been <laughs> it's, it's it's like this mythological thing that everyone wants to avoid. And um, it, it's incredible because you brought it up with Washington. We brought it up with with. Syracuse and Gonzaga, and you're worried about Washington, all that kind of stuff. It's just hilarious that Jim Boeheim's got to this point where it was like a gimmick for so long, and everyone kind of shit on the zone. And then now these last few years, where every single year he's on the bubble, and then they win a few games and then say tournament. It's like, I don't care what draw we get, just keep me away from the zone. I'm I'm terrified of the zone, and it's like, well, if you have like a competent set of guards, you could easily break the zone. And Syracuse can't score, so you're, you should be all right. But um, no, congrats to Jim Boeheim on on overcoming the uh, the haters. Uh, anything <laughs> else we need to talk about? I have this note. How yes, about this? Uh, in the West. Buffalo could play Arizona State in the first round. So we got Arizona State, St. John's in the playing game. If Arizona State wins, it's Buffalo, Arizona State. The reason that caught my eye is Her Buffalo. List. No, Buffalo beat the shit. Well, yeah. Buffalo beat the shit out of uh, uh, Arizona last year. So you could beat Arizona and Arizona State. I think Buffalo becomes Pac-12 champions. If they, if they, if they beat Arizona State, I think that's how that works. <laughs> So yeah, so basically all the Arizona State fans that were talking shit last year when Deandre Ayton and Alonzo Trier and Raleigh Hawkins lost to Buffalo
1: so that their final, assholes are tight right now. They're honest, like, Oh no, that final four panel where the Pac 12 is going to ask the media members to help them rebrand. Mm-hmm. Let's go to that and pitch that to them. Why don't to you guys get go get after Buffalo? Buffalo? Like, let's, let's bring them in because they're a national brand, yeah, get <laughs> yeah, bring in a big brand, bring in a team that can actually win something. Uh, I do want to point out Florida State, uh, Kevin Golly, uh, a guy on that team, sixth man of the year in the ACC. Probably one of the scariest players in the country as far as the guy can shoot threes. The guy could obviously and easily drop 30 points if he was able to shoot the ball uh, as much as he probably should and probably shouldn't be coming off the bench at this point. But uh, there's guys on that team, PJ Savoy, ra- random people that you that you kind of forget about the, the team that made the run last year to the Elite Eight. Florida State... Every single thing that they oh I mean, yeah I mean like, there would
0: have been a one seed if they won for, if they forget, beat Duke.
1: <laughs> this, this is why I believe in the committee. Like for for the committee to set it up for Gonzaga to have to play an ACC team in the second round and then play an ACC team in the Sweet Sixteen back to back. I mean that's mm. a real test to see. Okay, we're gonna see how great that WCC is. I do think the WCC had a better year than people want to give them credit for. But that is a uh, that is a pretty bad draw for a team that I think. Uh, it was pretty unanimous at one point. I guess bounce back Virginia is the best team in the country, uh, about three weeks ago. So.
0: Yeah, it was those two because we didn't know the status of Zion. Yeah, and then, um, now that Zion's back, I think most people kind of agree. It's probably, it's Duke, yeah, it's probably, Duke. probably Duke. speaking Duke. of which, the Titus curse
1: it lives on, it lives on, it did. Uh, yeah, so, can t- we quickly talk about that? <laughs> can we please? Everyone in my North Carolina universe they've turned on Mark Titus, they really I, have, and I don't uh, blame you for this.
0: I want to say this. I, when I laugh about the Titus curse, I don't do it because I'm cheering against Carolina. Every single maybe this is part of the curse.
1: You were wearing Carolina blue. I, I was wearing one point. yes. You did your best. I had
0: Carolina blue on. I was cheering for Carolina. I want to see you happy. I, I like it when my friends are happy. <laughs> it, I found it's more fun to be around them. Um. <laughs> yes. So I was cheering for your happiness, Tate. And I do this every game, but then when Carolina loses, it's the funniest fucking thing on earth because I don't know what it is. And your friends, what? How many friends we you had at the bar with us? They all hate me. They they mm. said stay the hell away from me throughout the rest of this <laughs> season. I'm laughing and they're like, no, seriously, stay the hell away. So it's like the Salem witch trials. Yeah,
1: it's like Titus, like they like witch. Yeah, oh, yeah. yes, I, I am a witch.
0: <laughs> I did nothing. I'm just there, like trying to enjoy the game, just kind of have some cold ones with the boys, you know, <laughs> as you do. And uh, yeah, I did nothing. I'm just sitting. I guess I probably shouldn't laugh as hard when Carolina loses. But uh, yeah, if you're new to the program, basically every single time, I, I swear, in the last two or three years, I've watched. Eight or nine Carolina games with Tate and mm-hmm. they've won one and it was UCLA in yes. Vegas. This year. This Which year, is
1: a, a team being coached by a lame dog coach. Yeah, so it and doesn't they really were, count.
0: And they were losing at halftime and played one of yeah, the worst games yeah, they played all year. They, they were horrible. Yes. They kind of lost, even though they won. They won the game, <laughs> yeah. but they kind of lost. It was know? a
1: it was a moral loss. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> um so yeah, this is this is a thing that happens. And I guess it's hilarious that that Carolina lost to Duke because of that, like the street, the, the curse continues. The, the, the it was the race to sixty nine versus the Titus Curse. Yes, Carolina beat Duke to sixty nine.
1: Gets off sixty nine. Gets first. off sixty nine. Yes,
0: but the Titus Curse prevailed. It's that strong.
1: Um, and you know what the problem with that is, and the reason that the Titus Curse didn't work is because Luke May. Uh, it was sixty seven. It was sixty nine, sixty seven. Luke May catches the ball in three point line, and Zion Williamson says, "Well, I know this guy's not going to try to drive by me." Uh-huh. And Luke May had already predetermined. He's like, "I'm driving to the basket on this." because this whole game, he's been waiting for me to shoot a three. He drives, goes all the way down, makes the and one and I'm going crazy because I'm like, yes that is the five point lead that Carolina's wanted in this game. It's 72-67. Wrap this thing up. Seal it. It's over. Mm. Luke May misses the free throw. Mm. And mm. then How much there, did he lose
0: by? Oh.
1: One. Ooh, that's tough. For the uh, people in the background. So
0: what, what are we going to do about uh the Titus Curse with North Carolina?
1: I don't know what we're gonna do, but I do remember <laughs> what, what, I, I will point out one of the best games uh that the Titus Curse was debunked was the Arkansas game in twenty seventeen in the second round. So that oh, was one I of don't the think ga- the Titus
0: Curse lived yet. I don't think it was. I don't think it existed. It, was, it existed. It existed. Oh, it it <laughs> absolutely oh, existed. No shit. But it,
1: but, we, but that game, I remember. I walked out of the room to go watch on my phone. North Carolina was continuing to get down. There was like 67-62, uh-huh. That five point range where it's like right on the fringe of. Oh wait, this game's over. Uh, and Isaiah Hicks, uh, pour one out. One of the one of the best New York Knicks. Isaiah Hicks slips the screen, goes down for a dunk. Should have got an and one. Doesn't get it, uh, and everything changed. And that was like as we walked back into the room to watch the game. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't believe in the Titus Curse. But yet, boy. Yeah. <laughs> boy. Yet. Boy, is it uh it's coming to fruition at this point.
0: Oh my god. That is uh yeah, I'm not, I'm not I'm definitely not watching the 16-1 game with you. I'm not gonna do that to no. you. Um, if you're
1: an Iona fan, uh you should be Vin Mowing, yeah, you should be starting Titus to watch. You the should game be
0: paying team. me to just follow Tate around in that first round game. Especially because like Virginia upset.
1: fans, North Carolina fans, they were getting upset about the Tony Bennett Coach of the Year thing. And every single yeah. North Carolina fan that's like the you know down home North Carolina fan, they're like who are you talking? You lost to a 16 team <laughs> Who are you? So if that um, happens to us. That'd be terrible. A few, a few
0: other notes before you. I forgot to mention this. Wisconsin's playing Oregon in the first round. Mm. Uh, Wisconsin, Oregon won the 1939 national championship. I'm Who sorry. could forget? Yes. Uh, Wisconsin won the 1941 national championship. So this is a, this is a big game. So
1: it's not about Nike. It's about the kids respecting the 1939 mm-hmm. title. That's why I want to go to Oregon. And okay. and if the, the you won the 1940
0: Indiana. So if the committee cared about storylines, <laughs> they would have put the Hoosiers in. But no, I'm sorry. Fuck all that. Um, what else is I going to say? Oh, you brought up Tony Bennett. He, mm. uh, do you think that he, him not saying no to the UCLA job yet is going to affect Virginia in the NCAA tournament run? Do you think he needs to come out and say no to the UCLA job for Virginia to have a chance? Do you think that's going to hang over Virginia? Throughout I this? think
1: he says no as soon as they beat Gardner Webb on a buzzer beater.
0: Mm. He just walks out of his press conference like this. 69 stage, like, 69,
1: no. Kyle Guy for three. Love it. Kyle Guy. The curse is broken.
0: Kyle Guy is leaning into the UMBC stuff. Mm. I, I've. He has yeah. been all year. He has been all year. He wanted Mar to come to we, the Duke game. He did. Uh, we just, we just. Man, I hope it works out.
1: <laughs> I really hope it works out. Yeah, it's funny to laugh at yourself unless when you it, continue to screw up. You know? Yes,
0: when when you have the redemption, it's fun to look back and be like, "Wasn't that? Wasn't that uh, funny? Hilarious? That was really funny to me." Yeah, yeah. But when you're you stumble, I don't know. I don't know. I hope it happens. I'm pulling for Virginia. Uh, lastly, I want to give a shout out to a former assistant coach I had at Ohio State, Jeff Bowles. He's coming back home. Congratulations! He's, he's been coach. named the head coach at his alma mater, Ohio University. So Let's we go Bobcats! We got to figure out a way to uh, to get involved with that. Also, I brought up the UCLA thing <laughs> to the, get involved. What do you mean? You know what I You know exactly what I mean when <laughs> I say get involved with that. Come on, I got to spell this out. Jeez, we're, we're on camera right now, dude, and we're recording this. Like, I'm not trying to get in that FBI <laughs> tournament. Um, uh, uh, speaking of the UCLA thing and coaches I played for. Thad's name's been floating around. Mm. Interesting.
1: I will say this. Thad, Thad Modig coached at UCLA. a uh, big program. Understands how to coach at a big program. Uh, understands how to recruit five stars and keep them happy.
0: I. I this is not a bit. This is not a joke. Uh, if Thad Modig ends up being the UCLA head basketball coach, I will resign from the ringer effective immediately and c- c- go do God knows what for that man. UC- part, yeah. <laughs> don't even cut that part, Kyle. I think Kyle keep that part. We will we will continue to do the podcast just because like that would be hilarious. For me to be on staff doing a, a college basketball no, podcast. I, but, like, I,
1: how about I how about I call the UCLA basketball games and then you work for the team yeah, and then we exactly. just do the podcast after the game. It'd be Dude, easy. it would be it would be so great. It would be I will not remember any of the players and I would I don't know talk. how
0: realistic it is on either party. I don't know if Thad would really be that interested. I mean he would probably be pretty interested. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if UCLA is super interested in him. I don't I don't know where it all stands. I'm just trying to speak it into existence because that would be the greatest thing ever
1: if that became the head I think it'd be a great hire for UCLA. I think it would also lead to the fact that Mike Collins needs to get to LA. Mm-hmm. Um and then and then we just bring Ohio to LA for you. That's what we want.
0: And yeah, and then I'll move out here someday maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, I don't know. And then I'm in Ohio by myself. Yeah, sounds fun. <laughs> sounds sounds great, Tate. Uh that's it. That's the show. We uh it is here. Here we go in the words of John Rostin quoting the, the late Heath Ledger in The Dark Knight, circa 2008. Um, just 2008. It, it is just 2008. Yeah, we, we don't need the circuit, John.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, any no, parting so, thoughts? No, so, the circuit, John. Second of the circle jerk. Uh, that was my parting thought.
0: That is your parting yeah. thought. Something about a circle jerk with <laughs> John <Rostein>. Uh <laughs> My parting thought is: I hope all these teams win. I'm cheering for you all. We 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 really hope you guys try your hardest and we have a fun time. It is here. here here's
1: what's really weird. Gardner Webb. We're sitting
0: here on Sunday. You know that within the next five days, mm-hmm. there are going to be hundreds of thousands of people who have their hearts ripped out of their chest. like and they're just like completely miserable. and they're just like, "How the fuck did that just happen to my team?" And they're falling onto the floor. They're crying. And it's we all like people know this. watching the Hunger games, yes, yeah. we all know this. Every single one of us that's like into the NCAA tournament knows this. It mm-hmm. could be you or I, And we're just like, yeah, let's do it. let's mm-hmm. let's uh, let's let's sign up for that. It might be us. We don't really know, but, uh, but we know it's going to happen to somebody. And it's like fascinating that like someone is going to be miserable. Who's it going to be?
1: Who's going to cry first? Tune in next. <laughs> That's what it is. It's who's going to cry first on camera, uh, which is my favorite thing. It's basically a candid camera for college basketball. Also, tomorrow we have to point out we're doing a selection show. We are where, doing a selection where we show. We are going to with be... a special
0: guest, Sister Jean. Wow. No, uh Kyle. Oh, oh yeah. No, it's Kyle. Kyle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Kyle yeah, in a sorry. sister Jean costume. Yes. Kyle sister. Uh, perfect.
1: Sorry. Yes. Uh yeah, so we'll be doing that. So we make our picks. We'll be forced to write down what we predict and project as a union. Even though that you know, it's like the Martin twins, like asking people to you know, they're not one, they're not symbiotic. We don't know what's going to happen, but we're going to make our pick as a joint union. Usually, every single year we pick Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think we're going to do that. I don't know if we can do that. This I, don't year. We'll what do. What I don't know what
0: we're going to do. I don't know what we're going to do. I'm I'm going to try to pick Virginia. You're going to talk me out of it, uh, and we're probably going to end up picking Duke. Uh, I don't know. It'll be it'll be. Interesting. I will not pick Duke. It'll be All it'll right, be right. an interesting tug of war. To, to see what transpires but uh, yeah we'll be doing that and like I said on the last show we we're gonna be doing podcasts throughout March Madness mm-hmm. um, we understand there's a lot of games going on there's a lot of podcasts to listen to there's a lot of there's a lot of content out there we don't expect everybody to listen to every second of us talking but uh, if we you do want expect to, you
1: to press play so we get the download number exactly
0: we need that algorithm help so mm-hmm. um, download that shit play it all that kind of stuff uh, it's here March Madness is officially here I'm gonna say it I'm a bad boy I don't care um, it's March Madness time